0: would you say yes? Hi and welcome to the Stripology podcast. I'm your host Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same through my signature framework of sales, mindset and confidence I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximise their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to Stripology Podcast. I'm Wendy, and today I am um here with Elise. So Elise is an awesome dancer that I met in Melbourne, um, probably right at the start of her career. I had no idea it was the start of her career because <laughs> I always <laughs> I always saw her just being so professional, so bubbly, and literally you look like you just completely belong. In a strip (laughs) club, like you really do it well. Um, Elise is also really passionate about stripping and also about, you know, educating um, yourself and, you know, really focusing on making that money. Um, And Elise is specifically focused on as well, making money in a really healthy way. So she has a really interesting way of looking at stripping and I'd love to um, speak with her about that. And so, yeah, thank you so much for being here. We've been trying to catch up for a couple of weeks
1: now. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited. Yeah. It's been a journey from when did we meet? I think 2018 until now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Moment, right? Because you were actually my first coach. And now, here we are, coaching together. (laughs) I know. It's so
0: good. And I'm glad that, you know, you, that it really, um, inspired you you know and really sort of made an impact for you because like I said when I first met you I was just like wow I could really see that you had you know whatever you call like an x factor like really massive potential to really do huge things with your career and I'm so glad that you are
1: and I know oh my- you're always doing well. That is so sweet. I feel like um, we always hit it off. I think we'd always be having DNMs at like 7am in the change room. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> just like
1: debriefing and like laughing at yeah. the
0: shit. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about your course. So elisa has got a really brilliant course. Um, It's called The Dancer Reboot and it sounds really interesting. Um, She comes in from different angles to sort of, you know, what I like to teach on and I just feel like it's going to be a really good you know, injection into this, you know, community for you guys to hear a bit about what she is about. So, yeah, please share it with us.
1: So basically the dancer re- reboot was birthed from my whole journey with dancing. So there's been um different phases in my journey. So when I started stripping, I had no clue what I was doing and I thought I think it's really funny Be- before I started dancing, I thought it was going to be so easy to make money. And I I got a rude shock when I started. <laughs> but then um, so I moved on to, uh, once I done we done our training together, our coaching, I then learned how to hustle, but I didn't have the confidence. So then I would always be taking drugs, drinking every single shift to feel confident and feel like I could maintain energy throughout the night. And then I remember hitting a point of burnout and thinking I need to quit stripping because it's just become... Uh, a place for me to take drugs and drink. So I had a little break and then I came back and then I started, I guess, integrating different techniques, getting different tools in the tool, in the toolkit over time. And now I am always working sober. I'm really passionate about it. And yeah, so that's how the dancer reboot was birthed. Basically making it easier for women coming into, into the industry to find their feet, learn how to hustle and not, be in that position potentially that i was in a few years ago so call one is all about holistic health and integrating that into dancing and then so we're preparing the body and then call two is all about mindset work so how to be persistent resilient um and just like feel fucking good within yourself that whatever anyone is saying it doesn't really matter it's like just you versus you so then once we've got the mind and the body ready, we're going to transition into how to actually interact with customers in a way that leads to making money, leads to feeling good um, and not really getting burnt out, like just staying in control, all the good stuff that we love. And then call four is about internal and external boundaries. So mm-hmm. setting up your and your environment to succeed and confidence. So that's the dancer reboot. Yeah. So exciting. And then there's an extra call, which is just a Q and a and like a hot seat coaching sort of vibe.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds really, yeah. really good. I want to sort of hone in a little bit on um the call where you talk about boundaries. So that's something that I'm asked a lot about is, you know, ass- like asserting our boundaries, sticking to them, you know, oftentimes when boundaries are crossed, um, we're not only annoyed at the people that cross the boundaries, but we can also become annoyed at ourselves as well, which is quite, you know, painful to to experience. And um, yeah,
1: so tell us a little bit about the boundaries call. So that's actually, um, we done that one last week and it was actually my favourite call because I feel like it's so important for not only at the strip club, but outside of the strip club. And I really feel like, Internal boundaries, especially, really ties into your confidence. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like as dancers, we all want to feel confident, we want to feel empowered. And I feel like it all comes back to you how you talk to yourself, how you feel about yourself. So, I think if you're, so my internal boundaries, for example, when I'm at work are on the floor most of the night, unless I'm resting or taking a break, that's one boundary. So avoiding, pretty much avoiding the locker room. I feel like it's such a like comfort zone. It just, I feel like every night I'm not having a good night money wise. It's because I'm in the locker room. Um. So that boundary is to just only go in the locker room when I'm checking a stage or eating. Another boundary I have with myself is working hard and being consistent and another boundary I have is I actually would say those two are my main boundaries is just working hard, being consistent. Oh the third one actually is no bad self-talk is allowed. That's mm-hmm. a big one. Yeah. And that's actually been really pivotal pivotal in my life. So I feel like this these boundaries tie into your confidence because if you want to feel good about yourself and you want to you know be able to do your job well you need to feel confident so I think when people start to lack confidence it could be potentially because they're saying they want, want to do things but then they're not following through so I feel like when we don't follow through on our boundaries we're just telling our subconscious mind that we don't trust ourselves mm-hmm. and I feel like this creates a lot of chaos in our body so I feel like that's a element of I think why sometimes we don't feel confident at work and then another part of confidence I feel like if you're competent at something it leads to confidence right like we don't feel um like fear brushing our teeth or like we're not oh my god I gotta brush my teeth because you know we're gonna brush our teeth it's fine so I feel like when you become competent in um you know mastering your sales skills Mm -hmm. doing your full hustle, you know, following through all the things, I feel like that actually leads to confidence. So I think strong internal boundaries and becoming competent in the skills leads to confidence.
0: Totally, yeah. Yeah.
1: They're sort of like one and the same thing, definitely.
0: Um, Yeah. They build together because the more competent we become, the more confident we feel, which then makes us more competent. And, yeah, definitely. And it's sort of like one thing to explain it, but it's definitely a different thing to really experience it. And then like you're saying, yeah. like trust yourself, you know, because when that self talk comes in, like the self doubt, because, you know, confidence was my biggest hurdle in, in my career as well that I had to conquer. Um, but yeah, when, when you're buying into these thoughts, which can come and it's so good that you have a rule, like, you know, I'm not going to be thinking these things, or if they pop in, I'm not going yeah. to be buying into them. It can make such a huge difference, and yeah, so they all kind of definitely tie into each other. Yeah, yeah,
1: I like an amazing embodiment practice. I started, um, when did like so about a year and a half ago? I hit a point in my life where I was like realized I was really insecure and I was not feeling confident, so I went to therapy. And I, it was so amazing and it's just been such a journey, another journey, so many journeys in life, isn't yeah. there? But one thing, <laughs> yeah, one thing I really started doing when I started like really diving deeper into the work I was already doing was I made my no self-talk, no negative self-talk a rule for my whole life. So mm-hmm. every morning I would look at myself in the mirror naked and just like get so comfortable with how I looked and I would always like at first it was uncomfortable and I'd have different thoughts arise and like say there'd be something like oh you look this or you look bad or whatever I'd replace it with no you're actually beautiful and perfect as you are and self-talk um, I feel like doing this practice every day now whenever I look at my body I'm always like who's that sexy girl Damn. And that practice has really helped me at work as well because when I'm having a night where, I don't know, like maybe I haven't, I don't have time to tan or like my hair and makeup's not on point, I'm no longer relying on the external factors to feel confident because it's just internal power. Yeah. So that, that practice I feel like is really powerful. Um, maybe if there's other women who are feeling not so confident or not good in their body, uh, um, give that a go because that was really powerful for me.
0: That sounds awesome. Yeah. Really programming your mind to, you know, be on your own team, basically. I love that. Um, I need to bring that into my life more because I did that so much, but it was always centered around stripping, you know. So my confidence yeah. got really, you know, fortified us like Teflon strength at work. Yeah. But sometimes outside of work, you know, I can still catch myself being like down on myself and stuff like that. And so I find it so interesting that I fully managed to do that in an area of life. But, yeah, to do it in all areas of life, that's incredible. And it is, you know, because um, it's an ongoing thing, you know. So to be honest, I haven't done it for a while. I did do it a lot and it worked wonders. And then I let that slip. Um, so yeah, thanks for the reminder. I'm gonna bring that back Little, in. um to get back into
1: it. <laughs>
0: <Little> <laughs> yeah. Thank me. Yeah. Cool. And another thing um I really want to talk to you about because this is another topic that I get asked about a lot, um, is energy, keeping energy, you know, late at night. Obviously, like you're in Melbourne, the club that you work at, um, where I used to work as well pre-COVID. Um mm-hmm. It's open till like 10 a.m., which I love because it means more time to hustle, more time to make money. Um, But a lot of dancers, you know, it comes to like 3, 4, 5 a.m. And again, the thoughts can come in and I mean, physically feeling really tired. But then on top of that, the thoughts like I'm so tired. I could go. uh, Everyone's annoying. You know, whatever. How do you overcome that? And how do you
1: stay to the end and
0: keep making that money up until the end?
1: I feel like with energy levels, the work is really outside of work, which trickles into work. Like I always say how we do one thing is how we do everything. Mm-hmm. Like what we will just about before, like we're such everything is so connected. But I feel like my main tips for maintaining energy physically are before work, make sure you're well rested. Like that's that's a huge thing. I think lots of women think they can just run off four hours sleep in a Red Bull and um here to tell you it's not good. (laughs) So I think sleep is really important. Like make that a top priority. Also eating a really good meal before you come into work, like having your protein, having your healthy fats. So that's supporting your brain health and Mm -hmm. energy levels and carbs, like having a really good nutrient dense, amazing meal. And what I like to do is also bring a meal into work. And when I feel myself hitting a crashing point, I will um, take a little break, eat, refuel my body and get back out there. So that's the prep work. I also think, I think you have another episode on this, but just regulating your nervous system. So that is huge. um, If if you guys want to go back and read that. Um, But another thing, a little trick I like to talk about is your, so we have our circadian rhythms, which I feel like everyone knows about. And we also have our ultradian rhythms, which are pretty much little, mini rhythms that are like it's kind of like imagine your energy is like a wave throughout the day so a really good way to explain this would be think about if I don't know if there's some listeners who have had an office job so I feel like you wake up and it almost happens to everyone they hit lunchtime and everyone's crashing mm-hmm. everyone's crashing. that's a point when your ultradian rhythm has, has hit its low so what's going to happen is it is going to eventually come back up after 30 minutes but if yeah. you don't notice the signs your energy won't come as high as it was before so each time it dips it will go a little bit lower and lower until Mm -hmm. you go to bed but we can bring our energy levels back up by noticing the signs so the signs could be you're yawning you feel fatigued hungry um you need to go to the bathroom all things like this is your body trying to signal to you it's time for a break so Mm -hmm. having a break um these these cycles generally run every two hours so obviously at a shift, we don't want to be having, you know, a 30 minute break every two hours. But what you can do is just take um, like three to five minutes aside, just go to the bathroom quickly, just get away from the environment you're in. Because what's actually happening is when we're hitting them lows, our body is processing all the memories we've just ha- have happened in the last hour and a half. And your body's all your bodily functions are like refueling. So if you don't stop and rest, your body's just like, trying to force you to slow down um yeah so just taking a little break like even just going to the toilet having like a two minute meditation in the corner um food would be the best at this point Mm. and you could notice your energy will probably start to come back up and what I like to, I'm in a booking I'll just say to my customer I need to go to the bathroom quickly and I'll just do a little meditation in the bathroom quickly to refuel yeah and I found is really good for sustaining energy throughout a long night. Yeah,
0: and it's good to just point out that the energy will pick back up because obviously the hours yeah. that they're working, like they're they're against natural cycle, cycle, circadian mm-hmm. rhythm. Yeah. It's <laughs> the opposite, you know. And so, say you hit that slump time, and you know it's like three AM or five AM or whatever, and you're like you know, I'm getting a bit tired now. It's even good to just have that reminder for yourself. Like I'm not just going to get nice. tighter and tighter and tighter. Like it might, you know, swing back up actually yeah. if I'm still awake. It just needs, I just need that little moment to take a pause, let that yeah. in and then, you know, because again, I'm so big on mindset. Like, you know, you start buying into those thoughts about I need rest. I need rest. Uh, I need to go to bed now. I'm tired. Um, being able to interrupt that thought and go hang on a second I'm you know I'm gonna have an upswing soon so it's just a matter of time and yeah to sort of recharge
1: yeah so and yeah it's about 30 minutes that like period of feeling really down and it's funny I done a road trip recently and because I like I know to notice the signs I kept having little breaks um for like five, ten minutes whenever I would notice it. And I was able to do this like road trip for five days for like ten hours a day oh, easily. Wow. Cool. Okay. I really treat my body. I'm like, okay, these are the signs. I'm about to hit a low point. I don't want to be driving. So I'd stop, refuel, um, have some water and then I'm good to go. That sounds But yeah, so- it was good. yeah, it's so good. Like even just noticing and reminding yourself, even though I'm tired doesn't mean I need to go home. I'm it will get better. <laughs> Obviously yeah. not as, as when you started because it's night shift, you know, it's, we're going against the odds of nature by even being up all night. But, um, yeah, we'll make there's, it through. There's definitely so many hacks and that's what I love. Um,
0: that's what I'm really passionate about as well, like hacking, you know, just to make your work life easier because it is such a complex job and there are so many things that can be really challenging about it, but there's so many yeah. different things that we can do. And I love how you mentioned, like, there's a lot of things that we can do outside of work to prepare us for work. You know, I always sort of use that analogy of like top sports players, they don't just wait for the game. Like Like they're looking at science, they're looking at different ways that they can hack things to make it easier for them to have them perform at their like optimum level. And yeah. we're an extreme sport. Like I view it well, yeah. as an yeah. extreme sport. And so we can do so many hacks, um, but it's really about being consistent. Like you said, these practices, you know, um, that that's why they're called a practice because we need to practice them, you know, like yeah. just to yeah. meditate once every now and then, like you're not going to get the same benefits as if you're doing it regularly. Um, yeah. And when you mentioned, you know, going into work rested, like that's for me before work, I always had to have a little nana nap. Um, and that's when I love to do meditations, you know, like listen to something, fill my brain with, you know, um, awesome. sort of a mind, a, a frame of mind that I'm wanting to take on throughout the night. So yeah, there's so many different things that we can do. Um Yeah, so it's really good that you're talking about all of these things, um, the boundaries as well. So what what have you found? Like, so you studied um, holistic health.
1: Yeah, I studied integrative health nutrition, which is basically holistic health coaching.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And so I feel like, did you when you studied that, view it in the in like the filter of like, how does this apply to stripping?
1: No, you know what's so funny? I um, I was really pa- like I've always been passionate about stripping and like I love making money, but I always like thought of thought I'm going to have to stop this one day. What am I going to do? I'm, and then I found this course and I'm like, I was like, I'm passionate about all the topics they taught. So I'm like, I'll just do this. And then I kind of had the idea. I'm like, wow, I'm actually really um, integrated in lots of these things. And I actually have integrated them in my work life. And then I was like, had the idea to create the program. Um, because when I was doing the course, I was thinking, this should be the school system. Like the, the content is amazing right. and everyone know it, but so many people just don't have access to that sort of education and it's life-changing. It's like teaching you pretty much how to heal your body, mm-hmm. uh, heal yourself. That's what it's all about and I'm so passionate about that. And I always, so many women at work would always say to me, I don't understand how you can just, um like it's actually funny as well. People, you know how I say I always work sober? Mm-hmm. Lots of people think I'm on drugs because I have yeah, that yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> like like... People, people meet me and they're like, well, have you taken something? I'm like just so energized. I'm yeah. like this is a good lifestyle Um, that mm-hmm. is like allowing me to thrive at work. But, yeah, the course, I didn't intentionally start it to integrate it into stripping, but it kind of just evolved into that. And when I created the program, I'm like, wow, this is actually a big part of I feel like why I'm able to, persevere and you know do so well with stripping is because these parts of my life are really integrated into stripping
0: Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. that's so good um yeah just do you find like when you do say you did this course and then you've created your own course do you find that that helps you
1: to do better at work having created the course yeah you know it actually I feel like
0: as going down that rabbit hole you know like because I found with you know all the work that I do and put put courses together and stuff like that and just that deep intense thinking about like how how it all fits together and how it all works and then it starts like you embody it before you you share it right so I just found in my journey you know like my income absolutely skyrocketed when I started to fully get like yeah, like we are saying before, like tunnel vision and super, super hyper focused on like
1: different intricate parts kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? I feel like it is two things. I feel like you are the best hustler I've ever met. So you're just fucking awesome. I love you. You're the best. But I feel like it's that um, integrity piece, right? Like I feel like we've created this program. We see ourselves as a leader. So now I'm like, I can't, fall back now and have a night where I'm like oh I'll just kick back because I've decided I want to be a leader I want to be a role model to other women so I feel I would feel out of integrity you know not showing up and doing the work and doing a good job because I feel yeah it would feel out of integrity for me so I feel like that has definitely I feel like my money my income actually has skyrocketed since taking this course because yeah I feel like I want to do really well because I'm teaching this so and I also notice as well I'm so mindful now when I'm struggling with something at work I'm always like looking for the answer of if someone was to bring this to me as a problem like how am I going to respond what would I do in this situation so it's been good I feel like it definitely is a rabbit hole yeah
0: that's so good yeah Yeah. and um and and when you've got that frame of mind it's like there's not really problems then it's more like um lessons you know so like if something comes up and you're like well how would I support someone in this um in this situation you know you're sort of like coaching yourself and you're sort of like you know it, it, like you said like being in integrity you know is is less victim-y mentality all of that kind of thing where you can be like oh you know why does this always happen to me it's like well why does this happen let me work it out let me fucking change it you know what I mean yeah so that's yeah. quite interesting. I was curious if um you experienced that as well, like going into the the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, Definitely.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I felt like um there's been a few times where I've asked myself a question, like it's been maybe things I don't struggle with, but I'm like, I know other people do. Mm-hmm. And then I'll attract that sort of customer. And I know it's like mm-hmm. the universe presenting this to me because like one, I asked for it. And then two, it's like, now I know how. <laughs> What, what to do in these situations, you know. Totally. So it's been... Another thing I actually want to mention is I've noticed since, like, the type of customers I attract now mm-hmm. are the best. Mm-hmm. Like, when I started dancing, I attracted the most atrocious customers. Uh-huh. Like, they'd respectful, they'd press my boundaries, and now the type of customers I meet, they're just great guys. Like, so generous, so friendly, so respectful. And it's really interesting how I feel like, I've elevated my standards, my life, my way of living, and now even my I feel like my customer customers have all elevated too.
0: Yeah, I remember they're- a few years ago writing uh, a piece on that exact topic about um you know because you've got more capacity, and so you know these sort of high caliber customers, they mm-hmm. they're kind of looking for that as well, like someone that can that can hold. You know, a big a big capacity for someone, and the good in them, and all of that, and it brings that out. And so, yeah, I definitely uh, noticed that as well, and it was pretty incredible. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so interesting. And when you said like about the universe, sort of, um, like bringing to you, you know, um, oh my god, I found like in all the topics that I you know include in my courses, I would have, oh, you want to you want to learn about this. Back, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I was like, "Oh!" And so it was so difficult, especially when I um was really delving into confidence because, like I said, that was my biggest hurdle. And so I'd like find confidence, but then I'd like really ponder about it and what is it and all this stuff. And then like it's like the rug would just get pulled out from under me, and I'd just be flat on my back, just like "fuck." All yeah, right, trying to <laughs> claw my way out. And yeah. really learn what confidence is. Like what, how do we fucking build it? You know? And that's, you know, like it's just so interesting. And towards the end of my career, um, there were some things that I knew I didn't know about. Um, one being burnout, because I never had been burnt out. I'm just like, you know, energizer bunny, like like you, just like people oh. like, are you a robot? <laughs> On uh, seven days, six days, whatever, you know. And yeah, um, yeah. and so towards the end, I, I didn't know about burnout and I didn't know about having regular customers. But in the last couple of years, that's that's mainly what my career became was just so many amazing regulars. And, you know, I'd be like, and mm-hmm. someone would like come in and find me and go, damn it, you know, you're already yeah. They're like eh. it's just so funny, and like, and <laughs> learning about that. But then learning about, you know, I was always curious about regulars, and most people would say things like, um, you know, they're so exhausting. Like they're they're an energy drain. They're that you know require okay. so much. stuff. Yeah. And um, I was always like, what? But I don't understand. And yeah. then I fucking
1: understood. You know. Ah! <laughs> You I feel like I all my regulars, I that's another thing. I have great boundaries with them all. Mm-hmm. Like if I will give out like my um number only to really good customers because I just know I'm gonna make money every night regardless. So I'm yeah. only if, you know what I mean, same as you. I'm like, it doesn't matter, like I'm always making good money, so I don't need you. But if someone's like really lovely, then I know they're gonna come, you know what I mean? Like I want you, but I don't need you. But yeah, if they're really lovely, like I would be happy to give them my details so that they can come back. But I have had one customer i feel like this customer um he has definitely been my longest regular but he used to text me so much Mm -hmm. so i just blocked him and then he come into the club and then i was like you can't be doing this and i even had to like set that boundary with him and he now respects it and he's the best
0: oh that's good so yeah to see see that's really good to hear because a lot of people might think like you know oh if they say jump i've got to be like how high you know and it's like yeah Mm Oh no no! You've got, no got yeah. One in the power here, okay. So just always remember that, you know, um, because naturally the way that regulars unfold is they they push the boundaries and they, they you know, you yeah. give an inch and then they take a fucking mile and winch,
1: you know. So yeah, yeah. I'm so like, I've I feel like I have a um, if someone annoys me, I can't deal. Like I would just I feel like I would always um, I haven't had any really annoying regulars because I feel like I just block them. I feel like like people meet you where you're at like same with you know any relationship like if you're someone who will like let a lot of things happen then people naturally just always take advantage of you do you know what I mean I feel like you really have to stay strong and there obviously is some people who are just disrespectful and they're going to always try push the boundaries but I feel like when you're strong and you stick with what you say people always meet you where you're at and if they don't, fuck them.
0: Well, you're not going to be playing their game basically so that they, yeah. you know, they'll they just sort of move on. Yeah, I definitely experienced that um in yeah. my life, you know, definitely yeah. past relationships. Oh my god, the worst. Yeah. You know? um, yeah, so yeah, that's really good to hear. Like I love that message, just, you know, really putting that hard boundary and the fact when you said like I don't, I don't need you. Like I want you, okay. but I don't need yeah. you. Yeah, that's such an abundant mindset because it's it's completely trusting the, you know, abundance is out there. Um, the there's no fear there. There's no scarcity. Like, oh, but you know, what if you know? Fuck yeah. that. I'm gonna make it happen anyway. So, yeah, you play my rules, and you know that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. a really good message to put out. Yeah, it's very abundant yeah. mindset. Um, I feel like sometimes we can come from scarcity, two different angles, you know, a bit fear and scarcity, and it makes us behave a bit differently. And when we're coming from an abundant, trusting, loving place, you know, it, yeah. it, it can yeah, yeah. Make, yeah. make a big difference. I'm just going to be mindful of the time because I know you've got your call. Um,
1: yeah. That
0: was like,
1: I I feel like, um, the confidence piece, like I feel like you would have even noticed that like doing so much work around confidence and I feel like having that real raw internal power, like this is me, I'm confident in who I am that I feel like being so at one with yourself is going to make work so much better. Like I feel like if dancers are going to work on anything, work on feeling good within yourself and then you're not relying on like external factors. So like, say you have a night where you're, I don't know, your hair's bad or something, you're not like, oh my God, I'm not going to make money because my hair's in a bun or like, you know, whatever it is. I feel like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think having that internal power and just like believing, like when I go to work, I used to always be like, oh, am I going to make money tonight? I feel like coming from that, you know, that fear base. But now since doing the inner work, I just have no doubt. Like, I'm always like, I'm going to make money I'll roll in late, leave with thousands. It's like I have no, you know what I mean? I'm like it's just, it's inevitable. I have the mindset of me making my goal tonight is inevitable because um, you actually taught me this technique, like having your goal and then like saying I'm going to work hard for it and I, in return I'm going to receive my goal.
0: Yeah.
1: And and but, yeah,
0: leaving, leaving the monetary goal out of it, like, um, yeah, releasing that yeah and just focusing on the job at hand which is everything that you're in control of and doing working as hard as you possibly can like it's inevitable yeah. it's, it's gonna come in this that's like yeah. the only way really that it's gonna come in so yeah you know, especially over time um I'm gonna leave it there because I know you've got your call and I want to thank you so
1: much it's been so good to see you I've loved catching up I love catching up with you. It's so good to see your face. I feel like it's such a nice full circle moment because you've been an amazing role model to me and you're just such a great leader in the industry. So it's been a pleasure. You're the best. Awesome. All right, I'll stop recording.